Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. We have been talking about who Jesus is to us and how you can have a real relationship with Jesus Christ. And I've been interviewing people and asking them, who is Jesus to you? And it's been really neat to see their responses and to hear who Jesus is to each of these people. We've heard things like the true vine, he's my everything, he's personal and intentional. And I can't wait to hear what my next guest is going to say about who Jesus is to her. But before I introduce her, we want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who's everything to us. We can't even express how much Jesus means to each of us. The intimate and the personal relationship we can have with Him. And thank you, Lord. We can have that relationship anytime we want. And we just praise you. So help us today as we hear about who Jesus is to my dear, dear friend, Kitty Ramsey. And Lord, speak through us and let the power of the Holy Spirit guide our words and give us strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning, Kitty. It's so good to see you today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jill, and thank you very much for this. Uh, You do a great job. Well, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say, because this question is just something I've been asking people. So we can talk about Jesus, and I can't tell you how many times you and I have sat down just like this That's and right. just talked That's right. about Jesus and about what the Lord and the Holy Spirit is doing through us, so I can't wait. So we'll just start with the question and go from there. Who is Jesus to you? Jill, I, I, I've heard what you said. have said, others have said, and he's all that to me, too. But uh, as I would, and first and foremost, Jesus is my Savior. And um, goodness, we all need a Savior. Uh, but as I was thinking about this, it came to me so clearly that Jesus has been the way, the truth, and the life to me. Mm-hmm. And I am looking back, Jill, for almost 50 years in my life um, that uh, I, I grew up, my formative years were during the, the 60s. And we all know that that was a time in America that was very tumultuous, and it was uh, a time of great cultural change. Uh, it was the time of the hippies, and the music was changing and was revolutionizing the, the youth culture. And um, it was a time of free love. It was just a time when a rebellion against authority and America was changing. Right. And those seeds were being planted in the hearts of young people all throughout America, and I'm sure all around the world. And, you know, Jill, I was from, I had, honestly, I was saved before then, but I had not begun to grow. The seed of the Lord was in me, but I had not begun to grow at that point in time in my life. And so I really was questioning and wanting to know for sure what is the truth and what is the way. But do you know when I got into 
finally the Word of God and just started reading. I committed to five minutes a day. And and once that became a solid commitment in my life, it is amazing how I could not wait for that to happen. You know, Jesus, the Lord, is the first friend that I speak to every morning with my open Bible, and and He speaks to me through His living Word. And I began to see that God has a design. He truly has an accurate and a real and eternal way for us to live for every aspect of our lives, whether it's our marriages or raising our children or just rela- relating to friends, being comfortable even with ourselves. Jesus is the way, and that has impacted me over five decades. Well, Kitty, you are so right, and I love how you talk about the five minutes a day, mm-hmm. because really— Think about it, five minutes a day, mm-hmm. going into the Word and, mm-hmm. and hearing the Lord speak to us. In fact, you said Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that comes from Scripture. That's right. John 14, in, in that chapter. And when he was telling the disciples this, the disciples were kind of lost. And I mean, I think there's people around us that are lost. We were all once lost. I remember being lost when I was young and in my teenage years. Didn't know the truth. Didn't know Jesus Christ. Hadn't accepted Him. So tell us, what did Jesus tell the disciples when they were asking, what do we do? Where do we go? Well, I, I don't have that exact scripture pulled up, but I think you're referring to when He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And He said, it is important that... When it's important for me to leave, but because when I leave, I'm going to send the helper to you. In other words, he is sending the Holy Spirit to live inside of each and every one of us, and that he is going to be multiplied millions of times over by his people who are going to be embedded in all these different communities, all these cities, all these villages. He has his people everywhere. He does. And have you seen the Holy Spirit working in our city where we live. You've lived here a long time. And have you seen that the power of the Holy Spirit and God move here? I have absolutely. Jill, I think this is one. This is a Mount Vernon where we are. And this whole area, actually, mm-hmm. um, the Holy Spirit has impacted um, individuals who have done really different and unusual things. And God has blessed their ministry. Um, but, you know, not everybody is going to do something big like that. But every single one of us can listen to the prompting that's inside of us to do God's will. Pick up that phone, make the phone call, reach out to somebody who needs encouragement, um, whatever it might be. But we've seen uh, uh, there's been a rescue mis- mission for children start in Mount Vernon that is uh, that the Lord just placed on the heart of uh, a precious woman in town to for- have a place where kids could go who don't have a place to go after school and who are so desperately needing a sense of family and direction. And I think of Hope Ministries uh, in Mount Pleasant, where Judy Capps is uh, reaching out to women in transition in their lives who simply need some solid ground to stand on while they get their lives in order. I mean, ministry that is real, is really helping people. 
And ministry will not happen unless the power of the Holy Spirit and God works through these people. And I I happen to know both of those women that you're talking about, Anna Hood and Judy Capps, and they both are very prayerful women, and they are both filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And that makes a difference. You can pray. And I've prayed a lot of prayers. You've prayed a lot of prayers. But when you pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, there's something powerful about that. In fact, the Bible tells us in Scripture, pray at all times. Pray at all times. We have so much to pray about that it, we can't do it in a 30-minute session, can I know, we? We, can't. we pray when we're driving. We pray when we're walking down the aisle of the grocery store We to pray at all times, mm-hmm. to have that connection with the Lord. Kitty, I love how you love women. When I first moved here, you know, I would say, well, I want to know more about the women's ministry here. And people would mm-hmm. say, well, call Kitty Ramsey. <laughs> I mean, just you have really had a heart for women and to help women. And I just want to thank you. There's so many women whose lives have changed, who feel encouraged, who feel like I can do this because you have called them or you've texted them or you've brought by a meal or you've sent them a card or you've just given them a hug and a smile. You have a way of being Jesus in real skin to people. And I just want to thank you and tell you that what you're doing is helping so many people and keep doing it. Well, Jill, thank you for that. But, um, you know, how can we, um, uh, how can we live otherwise? I mean, our, our, our life, you know, I was thinking just this morning that, um, uh, when we're saved, we'll have peace with God. But when we make Jesus our Lord, we have, we are abundantly happy. Mm. There's a big difference there. When we're saved, we do have peace with God. But when we make truly Jesus Lord, and what does that mean? That means dying to ourselves, dying to our bucket list, dying to our plans. And our plans really become His plans. And what are His kingdom response? you know, what is his vision for that city in which we live? What is his vision for our neighborhood, our office, you know, our our families? And we just uh, we give our time and our energy to that. And oddly enough, we would think, well, gee, isn't there any time left over for me? Of course there will be. But it is the abundant life when that seed falls into the ground and it dies, and then it comes up a new a new being with a new purpose. Mm-hmm. And then fruit grows. And fruit comes and from that. And I love that. And some fruit that can grow um, through the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, joy, peace, love, right. patience, faithfulness, um, gentleness, self-control, those fruit of the Spirit. And I see all those in you, and it's yeah. because you are grounded and rooted in Christ. And the Spirit is inside you working and active. And so that's one thing I want to talk about. When we believe in Jesus Christ, we have the Holy Spirit in us. So if you're listening and and you've accepted the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit within you. But what I learned just really about six years ago, Kitty, is that the Holy Spirit is deposited in each of us, but maybe not active. Right. And so we all have a choice to activate the Holy Spirit within us. It's like if you go into a room and it's a little dim, 
Right. And you turn up the light. Right. That's exactly what the Lord wants to do. And then there's more that He can do through you. There's greater works right. that He can do when you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And have you seen that to be true in your life? Jill, absolutely. And there have been times when the light has been dim. Me too. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and honestly, when we are off track— in some way, in an attitude or a bitterness or an unforgiveness or an offense that we take on, the light is dim. But the Holy Spirit is a living being. He is God alive in us. And He can be grieved or He can come forth with power, either one. And a lot of that has to do with how we position ourselves to to receive Him. Because if we're in the living word where he can speak to us. You know, Jill, when you stop and think about it, I mean, Easter is just behind us, right? Mm-hmm. So if Jesus really rose again, if he is alive sitting at the right hand of God, if he makes a difference in the lives of those who seek him, we should never live an ordinary day again. Oh, amen. Because he is the living Lord living inside of us, giving us excitement and purpose and energy for each day. Oh, Kitty, I love that. Wow. That just encourages me so and just gives me chills just hearing you say those words. And it's truth. It's truth. We both have a dear friend who passed away a little over a year ago named Norma Jaggers. Yes. And oh, how yes. I miss her and remember yes. some things that she told me. And she wrote a book called Echoes on the Wind. And I happened to buy it the other day. Yeah. I didn't know, actually, that she had finished it. She told me before she passed that she had been working on it and you know, asked me my opinion and what should I do. And I didn't know it was published till you shared it with right. me. But I want to read you a scripture that's at right. the beginning of this book. Okay. And I right. think as we're reading this, I just I feel like it's explaining what you're mm-hmm. saying. It's from First John two twenty seven. But you have received the Holy Spirit. He lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you all things, and what He teaches is true. It is not a lie. So continue to live in Christ. Oh, that Norma. <laughs> and Her. she put that scripture at the beginning, and I was like, that is so true. Just draw to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit teach you all things. He Amen. will. Amen. You told me an example the other day. We can put this into practice. You were at church, and you saw a young man in the front row, and, and you felt the, the Holy Spirit was saying, Kitty, go talk to him. So tell mm-hmm. us about that. Yeah, I, I did this. This man, he was actually uh, about in his mid-40s, and all I could see was his back. I couldn't see his face. But he was by himself, and his he had a suit on, but he looked uh, a little crumpled. But um, no doubt it was the Holy Spirit saying, just drawing me and saying, meet him as soon as you can after the services. And so I made a beeline for him, and it, it turns out that he was there by himself. He told me he was a... A delivered drug addict, that he had been on meth for at least 15 years, but that the Lord had completely and totally delivered him from it. And his humility was so touching. And um, he said, we started talking about the reading the Word of God. And he said, you know, um, you, the Word does not become alive to you until 
the spirit of the living God is inside of you. You can read it all day. I, it, it, and, you know, Jill, we have talked about this before, that uh, there's a concept by Catherine Marshall, who wrote a great little book called The Helper, um, that she said, you know, many Christians just have Jesus beside them. They've, they've been saved. They have the peace of God, but they don't. And, the, and that seed like you said earlier, has been planted inside of them. Absolutely. But they haven't activated it. And so it's not growing and it's not it, it's not like it's a living, impacting entity in their lives. And he said, but once we activate that, the word becomes so alive that any word can jump off the page into our hearts. And we know it's a word from God to for that day, for us, uh, giving us direction or just encouragement. Okay, but here's the question. How do we activate it, Jill? How? Well, it is so simple. We ask. We simply ask God, Father, I am here. I want what they're talking about. You know, I want that more than I want anything else. Give me, start right now, growing the Holy Spirit in me. And then let's circle back. We have to position ourselves for that to happen. We confess sin. We get rid of the junk. We make, uh, we free up bandwidth for the Holy Spirit in our lives by getting rid of things that hinder Him. Mm-hmm. We clear the channel. And, um, we associate with other believers. We get encouragement that way, and uh, life will start to change. Kitty, that's so wonderful that you explain that because that's exactly what we do. And everyone is going to do it a little bit differently, and it's not anything that someone can do for you. It's a decision. You say, Lord, Absolutely. help me, and, and it's a prayer. It's a conversation. And if you want the power of the Holy Spirit, He is yours. He is yours. He wants to be filled in you, full in you. You know, Paul, who wrote many of the books of the Bible, was so filled with the Holy Spirit. And he had the conversion experience where he finally did what you're talking about and said, I see, I want to know. And he worked and he lived and he praised God. And he gave glory to God, saying, I can't do this, right? except for the right. power of the Holy Spirit working in me. And chill. It's either true or it's not. Wow. <laughs> and we are convinced, are we not, in the truth of yes. the way yes. and in the truth and the reality of the uh, God the Father, Jesus our Lord, and the Holy Spirit in us. But we... If it's true, we shouldn't be vague about it. Mm-hmm. Do not be vague, but activate it and walk right. in it every day. Right. And then when you activate it, I want to talk about what happens, okay? So you say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. Mm-hmm. And I had one of these experiences mm-hmm. about six years ago that you're explaining. I finally want, I was like, I want all that you have for me. And Really, Judy Capps was one of those people who yes, had prayed absolutely. for that for me and others. Chloe and Davis, I had some other friends right, just teaching right. me about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And listeners, if you want to know more about the scriptures talking about the Holy Spirit, John 14, John 16, and there's 1 Corinthians 12, right before the love chapter where it right. talks about what love is. Right. 
read those, study them, think about them, and and that helped me. But what happened also acts and acts? Yes, (laughs) and we just did a study on acts. Yes, that one is where they Mm -hmm. actually use the Holy Spirit, and it came upon them. They empowered them to go and do and convert. In fact, we're coming up on Pentecost. You know, Pentecost is fifty days after Easter, right? And that's when the Holy Spirit was given to the 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 believers that were gathered together and praying in the upper room and praying and waiting on the Lord. Mm -hmm. And He came like a powerful. Wind. You know, have you ever been outside and you just felt this wind? And of course, we can't see the wind. We don't know where it comes from. We can feel the wind. Right. We can see the effects of the wind. Right. And we can hear the wind. Right. But you cannot explain it. No, no. And that's (gasps) how the Holy Spirit works in us. So once we decide we want the Holy Spirit in us and we want to feel that fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you what Jesus says will happen. And this is in John 14. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do. Because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Kitty, I want to talk about those greater works. Um what you did with talking to that young man at church, and he explained his slavery to drugs, mm-hmm. how he was just in, mm-hmm. imprisoned with that, and how he was set free. He talked about the Holy Spirit. Right, right. That's a greater work. Right. That he was able to be free right. from that. Right, right. Give us some examples of other greater works that Jesus is talking about. You mentioned it, what Jesus is to you. Jill, the the greater works, you know, when when Jesus walked the face of the earth, I think the works that we focus on are his miraculous healings. He did so many of those. And uh, that was to prove that he was the Messiah. I mean, he even told John the Baptist when John was in prison, depressed, about to be beheaded. And he said, it's almost like he reached out and said, are you sure you're the one? Yeah. And Jesus said, to his disciples, go tell John what is happening. Go tell him about the lame walking and the deaf receiving hearing and the blind seeing and lepers being healed. That was a gift to prove who he was, the Son of God. We may not be doing those works, but I'll tell you what we can do, Jill, and what the Lord tells us to do. This is even in the Old Testament when he says, go and live in the land. It's a foreign land. Go and live in the land and bless your city. Be a blessing to those around you. Be a blessing to the place that you live in. Be a blessing to your family. Be a blessing living before them the way, the truth, and the life. Bless your town. How can we bless our communities? How can we be involved not isolated, not doing just our own thing, but blessing the place where we live. I think that's one way. I love that. And one way we can do that is having Jesus conversations. Yes. Talking about what Jesus has done in our lives, giving testimony, just being the hands and feet of Jesus. Someone in need, go serve, go help them. Pray with them. I mean, how many times have you prayed with people just in need that you see? How many times have we grabbed their hand? It's going to be okay. We just need to open up. (laughs) 
shine. <laughs> right. And let the light shine, right? Yes, let the light shine. And and so these are things that we can do right now. Now we have a women's ministry here in Mount Vernon called Heart to Heart Women's Ministry. In fact, Sulphur Springs has the same ministry, Heart to Heart Ministry, and they started theirs about eight years ago. Right. And we just started ours. We're in our first year. We're just finishing our first year. And we have our last meeting for the year, not the calendar year, but this first year, June 7th. Kitty, tell us a little bit about why it's so important to get involved in a women's ministry and what this women's ministry is all about. This Women's ministry, Jill, is about um, uh, just connecting with other believers for encouragement and to uh, literally gather together to encourage one another in fellowship, in service, in prayer, and in Bible study. Those are the four prongs of our ministry. And this particular uh, meeting that you mentioned on, or I don't want to call it a meeting. It's a not a meeting. It's a, a gathering. It's a gathering uh, because it's so rich in fellowship. Um, and Haley Purrier is our our worship leader, and she is fantastic. And um, but Suzanne Walker will be our speaker, and uh, she is from Mount Pleasant and owns Laura's Cheesecake. And so, any of you listening out there, I know many of you will know Suzanne. And if you've never heard Suzanne's She is absolutely fantastic, and she is going to be speaking on a subject that is near and dear to her heart. It's on spiritual warfare and prayer and praying in the blessing from God, praying in the protection for your children. And Suzanne is, uh, I promise you, you will be inspired and you will be motivated after hearing her. So it's it. If from 6 to 8 on the, the first Tuesday in June, uh, June 7th, and uh, the meal is free. It is just a wonderful evening all the way around. The fellowship is fantastic. Yes, Suzanne is amazing, and she's going to be speaking about Ephesians 6, the armor yes. of God, because this whole year we've actually gone through Ephesians. Starting in January, we had Ephesians 1, then 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. And our themes were all based on Scripture. And this theme will be embellished. We need to be embellished, embellished with, the armor with the armor of, of God. God. And uh, we need to remember to say where it is. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's at First Baptist Church in the gym, extremely casual, and we hope you'll come. In Mount Vernon. In Mount Vernon. In Mount Vernon. And right. there's no charge. You don't have to call and say, you're coming. Just show up. And we have wonderful fellowship because what we do is we gather around the table we meet each other and we talk. Yes. After we hear Suzanne speak, then we talk about yes. how can we apply what she said and what yes. the Ephesians is saying, how can we apply that to our very lives? Because that's important. You don't just hear the word. Yeah. You do the word. You you act how the Lord is showing you. You act it out. You live it out. And to hear other women's perspectives is just so wonderful. Jill, uh, if we could circle back around to the idea of um, that I started out saying that the 60s were a very confusing and culturally tumultuous time. And then lo and behold, and that I was looking for the truth and the way. 
well, what do we have today? Since 2020, we have another cultural revolution. We have uh, morals that are quickly changing. Young people who are being bombarded with so many different voices through social media, TikTok and Instagram and and, uh, Facebook. And it is so incredibly hard to hear the truth. And we just must remember that there is a way. There is truth in this world. It is not just whatever we want to make it out to be. Um, There's a new dictionary out called the Urban Dictionary that defines truth as whatever you feel is right, is your truth. Um, I I, I just don't believe the Lord would agree with that. Well, (laughs) He's given us this Bible. He's given us the the Word. And most importantly, Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. From the beginning of time, there's been a design. And Jesus and the Lord and the Holy Spirit are the answer to the design. And uh, that is what we must seek. And I believe that that's where the abundant life is and the, the, the meaningful life above all things. And there's a scripture from Amos in, in the Old Testament that says simply, Seek me now and live. And I believe that Jesus would want us to seek him and and live because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so who around you in your city needs to know about the saving grace of Jesus? Find that person. This is Memorial Day weekend. And community by community, city by city, this nation the nation's heart can be turned around. We've never needed it more. Yes, so this is time. It is time to seek the Lord and live and to surround yourself with those people who can help build you up. You together can serve. And Kitty, you are one of those people, so thank you. Would you close us in prayer? Lord, how grateful we are for this wonderful country that um, that we live in, Father. And you have blessed it so. But Lord, its heart needs revival for you. And so we pray now, Father, that you will just raise your people up all in every community and across this nation to do the bold works that Jill is talking about, to clear the confusion and to activate the Holy Spirit in their lives. May it happen today. May we choose today, as you say, as Joshua said, choose today which way you will go and determine with your whole heart that you will go that way. Father God, thank you for loving us like you do. And thank you for being so patient with us, Father. We'll never do your work perfectly, but Father, with your help, with the helper inside of us, we will press on to do your will, Lord. And we pray for your continued activity in our lives, in our communities, and in our nation, Lord, in our world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. You can hear us every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. If you would like to listen to previous episodes, please go to realliferealpeopleradio.podbean.com. And just remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. 
Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved. Real life, real people, making conversations simple.